I'm afraid I have some bad news, sir. What is this bad news? Uh, after much deliberation and uh, consideration with my friends oh and family. Oh, God. I have decided to opt out of my NFL contract due to COVID-19. Wow. Woo! It's the boy, Bubba. Let's come in through. Ella Clutch. Flawless. Can't be touched. It's your boy, Bubba. Let's. Yeah, I need that hot take. I need the truth and everything that is not fake. So tell me. Welcome back, Bubba Bunch, to another episode of the Bubble Let Sports Podcast. Another YouTube video. This is episode 150. We have. 150. We have reached another milestone. I like that. Let's get it. episodes, closing in on a year on Spotify, on iTunes, and then we're like seven, eight months into YouTube, which is wow. uh, pretty good. Pretty good, I would say. For uh, That's pretty damn good. For 83 subscribers going toward 100, we're on the right yeah. track. The uploads aren't as high as they used to be, but... But... But I think, I think more is to come with the M- NBA coming back. MLB came back for like two days and the Marlins said, fuck you. <laughs> so uh, I think it's just NBA for right now. So Yeah, and then we got a, we got the NFL in a good month now. So Yeah, the, that's apparently going to happen. And As, uh, well, we'll see what happens. But. Hey, if I opt out of my contract, I hope a lot of people do too. Uh, the list is growing. The <laughs> list is growing. Today, we're uh, continuing another idea that we had from a couple weeks ago where we did a full draft on non-playoff teams, picked yes. players from those rosters, and um, made, a, made a dream team, essentially, uh, based on a draft. And today, we're going to be doing very similar things, uh, just with a different twist. We're going to be doing rookies from the NFL 2020 draft, so the very yes. recent draft. And uh, we're going to do the same things, go back and forth. Um, do you have a uh, coin, sir? Siri does. There you go. I did the. T- I was the uh, chooser the first time. Now it's your turn. Uh, tails, you tails never fails, baby. All right, hey Siri, flip a coin. It's tails. Oh, tails it's fail, tails. Baby. All right. So once again, Lutz goes first. Are you keeping your same head coach, sir? Sure. No, right. no, no. Wait, who did I pick last no. time? Cliff? You picked, uh, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Nah, man, I think I, I want to I go more defensive this time. Oh, do you now? Okay. If, if I can build my defense, this uh, I think okay. I'm very defensive heavy probably early on in this draft. Okay, all right. Um, except for, like, maybe one exception. Um, okay. You know, I, I almost picked him last time. I'll pick Bruce Arians. Pick okay. Bruce Arians. I, I feel like he, he's a very well-balanced coach. He's a he's a QB like mastermind, but he does really great things on defense. So okay, okay, all right, fair enough. Then in that case, I'm switching my coach as well, and I'm going with the man that I was originally going to pick last time, Mike Tomlin. There you go. go I, like Tomlin. I like Mike that. I like Mike Tomlin. Very I have nice. to. Very my nice. boy. So, sir, you are on the clock. Mm, how much time do I have? You have exactly 15 seconds. Oh shit. Um, so, ah. I'm just, you know kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I said this on the last podcast um, when we did this, and yeah. I was very close to picking this guy as my rookie pick on offense. Okay. Um, but uh, I was like, I, I want to to spend my rookie pick on someone else. But in this case, since it all is rookies, 
It is. The number one overall pick. I wanna I wanna make sure my my O line starts off on a good note. Oh, so we're going O line on I'm this going one. All right. It's gonna be difficult okay. this draft because you know there's not a lot to it choose is. from. It really and, is. And uh, unless you're a fucking Mel Kiper, you're not gonna know the guy from the seventh round. Yeah, so, you're really not. With the first overall pick, out of Auburn, not out of Auburn, Alabama. Excuse me. Oh. I'm picking Jedrick Wills. And that's a solid pick. That's my left tackle. I mean, I don't think you could have started off any better. I mean, one of like literally like top top three offensive linemen in the draft this year. I mean, you know. We're we're gonna keep it short for the explanations, yeah. but I will just say straight up. Next to Andrew Thomas out of Georgia, he was the yeah. next best guy uh, in the draft. But to me, he is the most pro ready lineman, and to me, he has the most upside out of any lineman uh, in in the the pro ready mindset for a, yeah. for a lineman. So uh, I'm I'm going with Jedrick Wills, Alabama. And, you know they they breed him well there. So yeah, fair, that's fair point. Fair point. So um. All right, so Jedrick Wills' first pick. Second pick, my first pick. Uh, I'm going defense. Okay. I'm going defense, and I think you could somewhat assume who I'm going to pick first. I kind of I kind of knew you were going to do this, so I, I had a really good I mean, backup in mind. But you did it. You listen, did it the last time, too. Yeah, so listen, uh, first pick with Mike Tomlin's team, Chase Young. Oh, oh, shit. Chase okay, Young. I didn't expect that one. Okay. No. So – I was going to pick him, don't get me wrong, yeah. but Chase Young is just something else, man. He is a freak of an athlete. I think, if anything, he's probably, you know, among the list, like you said with Jedrick Wills, that like he's one of the most, like, pro-ready athletes on the board in general, like, athletics, uh, athleticism-wise. So, yeah, Chase Young, I had to. Better than the Bosa brothers, for sure. Um, uh, I, 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 could, I could say there's an argument for that, yes. I, I genuinely think he's just a, a well-rounded, more athlete than the most oh, brothers. Oh, the world's best athlete, to be honest with you. Yes. Um, the only concern I have with him is in the big-time games, he didn't really perform well. So I don't mm. know how it'll transfer over to the NFL, but it's worth a shot with a guy like that. Yeah, for sure. So since you didn't go for this guy. You got to. I understand. I, ha- I got to. So yeah, I understand. with the third overall pick, I'm going to go defense, linebacker, out of Clemson, Isaiah Simmons. I don't think we even have to have an explanation for him. We already did it the last time when I picked it's, him. It's he's kind of similar to how it is for Chase Young, just a freak athlete. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. It's a he's Swiss gonna, Army knife, and he's going to – I mean, no matter where you put him on the field, like he can rush the quarterback. He can do well in coverage because of his length. And yeah. he's, just, he's just a great uh, defensive leader, man. Like, he, he can lead a defense, and he will. He's he's going to be so good at Arizona just because he is the Swiss Army knife, like you said. And also, like, he's one of those rookies that can take command of a locker room right away. So, I agree. Such a good pick. Um, fair enough. Um, however. Don't start this again. It doesn't matter. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I won't. But uh, I am going back to offense on this one. And then I think – I think uh, I am going to have to, you know, select the guy that you said was the second best. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, second pick, uh, Andrew Thomas. I yeah. mean, I mean, tackle uh, from what was it, Wisconsin Georgia. or Georgia? Just right, Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, uh, you know, he he is. I think he him and uh, Jedrick Wills are like the two top linemen in the in the draft. Uh, teams always wanted them. He's pro ready. I mean, I mean, two. What else can you say? 
the man the man's a beast he really is i mean talk about another pro ready lineman um and he played in the sec so you, you know Tough he competition had to, he had you know? to deal with some big boys on that defensive yeah, line and, he really did. and george is well known for having just a great offensive line throughout the years they, they yeah. know how to pick them so very very nice for your first also year. if you look at his film he just manhandles players it, it, he it makes he makes it look so easy he has great footwork he has great anchoring yeah. for for an edge uh lineman and yeah jedrick wills alongside with him are, are top two for sure for sure yeah for sure uh all right let's see i'm gonna stick with I'm defense al- i'm also running down my team so i'm not ignoring you yeah uh, I'm, I'm looking down at him so if you're watching the youtube don't think i'm just staring at my crotch <laughs> uh, but I'm going to stick with defense because I think okay. this guy, you know, he's not going to be on the board for long. Okay. And um, to, to go with Isaiah Simmons, he can work in the secondary, but this man's going to take care of that secondary for real quick. Okay. Picked him last time. I'm not going to go against oh, it. Oh, guys yes. are coming off yes. the board real quick, to. Kevin. You have to. You have to. Cornerback at the Ohio State University, Jeff Okuda. I mean – Hands down, the best cornerback in this draft. I I wouldn't say there is a very large gap between number one and number two, but I do have to agree that you know there is a pretty sizable distance between the two. Like he's so good. He like I said in the last one, he reminds me of Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, his coverage is phenomenal. His like mindset across the field is phenomenal. It's good. I mean, yeah, he's in, he's he's gonna do great things. And also with Matt Patricia. It's a, it's a it, defensive-minded it, team. And it's a good combo. It really is because now he's got to replace Darius Slay. But if there's a yeah. guy that can do that, I think it's Jeff Okuda. Um, mm. He reminds me a lot of Byron Jones. That's why I had yep. them together in the last draft. Mm. Um, but that man is more of a turnover machine than Byron Jones will be. But still, lockdown defender. Great agility, great footwork, and versatility. And his length is going to be perfect for that position in, in the big time. So, Jeff Okuda. Yep. Welcome to the team. All right. Well, since you took the first one, mm-hmm. I guess I had to take the second one. Mm-hmm. With the third pick for Mike Tomlin's team, CJ Henderson. Yep. Come on down. Come Speed. on down. Dude, Speed. he's so fast. He's so fast. Oh man. I, would you would you say he was probably one of the fastest defensive players? 40 wise in this had to draft. Be, right? I, I think he was. I, I think he recorded like a 4-3 or something like that. Jesus Christ, man. Even He's with pads insane. on during the game, you see the speed immediately. He's insane. I I you know, there's there's nothing there's a lot of good things that you could talk about when it comes to CJ Henderson, but I think for sure the number one thing is his speed. So for sure. Uh yeah, CJ Henderson, thank you. Please come on down. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, where should I go with this? I think I got to lock down this guy first. Okay, go for it. You know, I went with Alabama in my wide receiver core last time. Oh, nothing's okay. going to change here. I don't Jones. blame you. I don't blame you. He's he's my overall great wide receiver that can do it all. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be my violence yes. in my wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver out of Alabama, Jerry Judy. Come on down. So I think this was the guy that me and you had like a back and forth discussion on of like, uh, who is he better than, you know, him or CD. I chose CD personally, just cause I think to be honest with you, I saw more of CD than Jerry. So I don't really have a good opinion on Jerry. So I think that could be a good 
you know, explanation why I have that opinion. But I can't sit here and not say that he is fantastic. He's so good. Uh, Denver is looking so scary. And I'm just imagining Cortland on one side and then Jerry on the other. And then you got KJ in the slot. Oh, Ooh, you can move him around anywhere. Hey, man, I, hey, I said it. Denver's my sleeper team this year for the sure. AFC. I so, believe it. I believe it. Yeah. Um, but I just – I think he has a more overall great um, play set than yeah. CD does. I think CD's a good complementary wide receiver. He, yeah. he could probably play a number one on some teams, but not every team. I think Jerry could fit into a lot more offenses as the number one guy. And if you mm-hmm. compliment him, then he's only going to get better. So that's where I kind of decided, like, Jerry over CD. I, I still think CD's a great wide receiver. And where he's going, where both of these guys are going, are such great positions and, and cities for them. Yeah. Um, but I think if I'm just taking the player, I'm taking Jerry right now. I, I think I think though I think the one thing that I will say that Jerry does have a small upper hand on CD is that you know CD is more he, he's very quick he's very speedy, but Jerry he reminds me of like a miniature Julio Jones where he'll go up for the ball no matter what and yeah. he will try and rip it out of your hands no matter what happens so yeah I I, I agree uh, I, I agree with that one um, all right so the next pick for Mike Tomlin's team. You know, so so I, I agree with you that it is starting to get a little bit harder, even though it is just like what the fourth pick or something like that for yeah, us. Yeah, I'm um, throwing into my mind what I'm gonna do. Yeah, now. but I think I made up my mind when I was making this list, and this one was kind of hard because we both fell in love with the secondary. I guess what you'll call it for now yeah. until I say it. Yeah. Um. For the fourth pick, I'm bringing in some speed. I'm bringing in consistency. And all I'll say is uh, DeAndre Swift. Swift? My lord. I'm so sorry for bushing your name. DeAndre Swift. Come on board. Come on board. You meant the backfield. That's what you meant. Yeah. Well, no. Well, okay. So now let me explain what I was saying. So the secondary choice that I was going to say was our boy, J.K. Dobbins. Ah, okay. Yes. Okay. Our, I thought you meant like the secondary. Yeah. No, no, like, like, our, like, like our secondary. No, our secondary choice. Got and you. I, I struggled with this one because I love J.K. Dobbins. I thought he should have gone way earlier in the draft. But there's something about DeAndre that just, dude, he's lightning. He's so quick. He reminds me of a little bit like Christian McCaffrey, you know, like mm-hmm. everything, everything he does so quick. And what I like about him as well is that he's also a little bit of a receiving running back. So he's kind yeah. of a dual threat. So, so yeah, DeAndre Swift, uh, I had to take him. Man, the his ability to break tackles, his ability to block, and just awareness on the field is fantastic. It's, it's insane. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, you talk about Georgia, too. Like, great offensive linemen, but also great running backs throughout the years. I mean, you're talking yeah. about Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley. And you can add DeAndre Swift to that list for sure. Oh, for sure. 100%. Uh, I, love, I love that pick. He was going to be my, my secondary guy. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, then – see here i think just because i got a little scared that you were going this route i know you're gonna pick now (laughs) i'm i have i have the options on the table now i'm just deciding whether or not should i go with the secondary the first pick that i had on my list okay i feel like if i want to go like banger physical defense I want to go with this guy, but if I want more complacency 
in in some way more of a safety pick i go with this guy all right but i think i'm gonna take the chance okay and with the next pick for my team alongside bruce arians strong safety Mm -hmm. is what he's gonna play Mm -hmm. minnesota antoine winfield jr I so I knew for a fact you were gonna pick either him or Grant Delpit. So, yeah. um, but I mean, we I think I think he was more on your radar when you were doing that draft live stream mm-hmm. uh, because we both knew that Grant Delpit was probably not gonna make it to what was it fifty one with the Cowboys. Yeah, he, there's um, too many teams in front that needed a safety. Yeah, but so I think he was more your guy for the Cowboys there. But um, he got drafted by the Giants, I, th- I think, right? He got drafted by the Browns. Grant no, no, Delpit no. did. Yeah, Grant Delpit did. I, I mean, Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield got drafted by the Bucks. I think it was the Giants, wasn't it? No, the Giants got Xavier McKinney. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Okay, it up really well, quick. okay. Well, either way, I, I agree with that pick. It's a really good pick. Um, the Your explanation is pretty spot on, I, I have to say. It, I So he did get drafted by the Bucks, just to clarify. Okay, and, okay. And to me – he he's a little smaller for a strong safety, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to make him the hard hitter of the team. And mm-hmm. if you give him the, the free range, like he did in Minnesota, he makes a lot of great plays and he has great awareness around the field, but his size can make up for the length that he lacks. Um, okay. And if I have more length in that secondary with Jeff Okuda, then mm-hmm. I can kind of make up for that in Antoine Winfield. I want a strong hitter. I want a, a physical presence in the backfield yeah. of that defense. And I think Antoine does that the best out of any se- uh, safety. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So um, I took, let's see if I'm correctly. No, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to defense. Okay. So this guy is one guy that we talked about uh, as a potential suitor. For the Cowboys before you know the whole CD Lamb situation happened, mm-hmm. um, and we both love this guy, and I think this is going to sting you a little bit, to be honest. Uh, so I got I got Chase Young, I got my freak up in the line, I got CJ Henderson, my cornerback. Now I have to put someone in the middle, and we both like this guy a lot. Next pick for Mike Tomlin's team, Calavion Chase on. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. I yeah. actually, I actually passed on Kalev, uh, Chason. You did, and I didn't think you were to be honest, because we were both very high on him uh, when you were doing your your NFL draft after Isaiah Simmons, and you know, obviously, like other picks, like uh, somebody else that I'm not going to name because I don't want you to pick him. Hopefully, okay. Um, but uh, you know, he was kind of like the third option, but he was still a pretty, he, he was still an all well like safe option. So, um, I liked him. I think I think he's going to do good in Jacksonville just because Jacksonville. Yeah, that's a well, great fit for him. That yeah, is a he, definitely great fit for him. It's a great fit for him just because, you know, even though they have, like, you know, dipped a little bit down in the past couple of years, but they still have that defensive-minded coach and system over there. So uh, I think he's going to do good there, Kalevion. I'm not as high on Kalevion as, as, as some people were, especially because, like, the – the norm was to pick him at 17 for the Cowboys. And so I did a lot of research on him. Yeah. He, I mean, his size, his build is perfect for that position. Mm-hmm. Yet to me, there's still a lot of stuff that he needs to work on mm-hmm. in order to get right. And I don't think that he was the big presence that the LSU thought he was. 
I think there's a lot of other players on that team that did a lot of the work other than Chase on. I think it'll take a couple years, but that's why Jacksonville has a great player because they probably can um, kind of shorten up that that time to where he needs to improve. Like they'll get him ready sooner rather yeah. than later. But, but you know, also you could you could just straight up see the potential in him. You know, like yes. he has he has like an exorbitant amount of potential with what he already showed at LSU, and I think you know Jacksonville could be a great place for him to learn and like flourish. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Uh. I mean, I haven't done anything on that defensive line, so maybe. Oh. I think it's time. Okay. Let's start on the edge. Okay. And I love this guy very much because and I passed. God damn it. <laughs> I, I, I passed on Chase Young mm-hmm. um, for, for a reason. But when you look at the draft, like past Chase Young, it is harder to get an edge It is rusher. very hard. Mm-hmm. Those defensive ends kind of dwindle down toward the yeah. end. But yeah. I was watching this guy. Love the name, by the way. But I also love this film. So, I, I actually for both of my edge rushers, I think I'm, I'm actually gonna um, think the same way. Like their film is actually really good compared to the height that they got for the draft. But yeah. for my first defensive end, I'm taking uh, taking the guy out of Penn State, Yitor Gross Matos. So he was the one that I just said that I didn't want to say the name, but obviously you already had him in mind. He, he's really good. I, I he's love really him. So good. He's good. He's, he's explosive. He's quick. Uh, but, you know, he still has that physicality where he can just, like, you know, manhandle an offensive line. So He has great, like, big, yeah, he's great. He's great. Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, Alrighty. Well, I have to go back to offense because, uh, you know, DeAndre Swift needs some big boys in front of him, you know? Mm-hmm. He needs some big boys. And, uh, you know, this is the position that I was talking about that it was really, really hard to find someone. So for the sake of, you know, just the safety, um, I'm picking Cesar Ruiz center from Notre Dame. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, it's funny because I remember when I was looking at the positions again, he was like the best center. And after that, it was a huge drop off. So tough because the next one up to me was like Mike Hennessy. It, Matt Hennessy, yes. Oh, or Matt Hennessy, sorry. Yeah. Um, and from that point on, man, it was tough for Sanders yeah. in this draft. Yeah. So I think uh, I think I, I had to go with it. I, I I know it's a little premature in general if you want to talk about a general draft and all that, but because of the lack of center positions in this draft, uh, I had to go with the safe pick. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way about the guard position. Um, yeah. And maybe that's why I'll I'll, I'll head toward this. Um, now in this pick just because there's not a lot of safety there's not a lot of confidence in that guard position other than there's not a simple few and one of them because he's from a college that is known for having great offensive lines they were the best offensive line as far as experience and Mm. and protection last year in college football i said it during like the, the the streams and then the like the post like draft analysis yeah. Uh, left guard out of Oregon, Shane Lemieux out of, mm, out of Oregon is, is yeah, probably yeah. the most safe bet for a guard. And yeah, yeah he's going to be my left guard. Yeah. I mean, I think we both agreed on that. I, I think we talked about, uh, we talked about exactly that after the draft. Uh, Cause it, it, the guard position is just so hard right now, dude. It, it, it's really, really hard. So yeah, I, I don't blame you. I don't. Um, and not a lot at the top too. Like those first like few rounds, they're just not a lot to choose from. 
yeah um, more on the outside of, of the linemen there's a lot to choose from and there's a lot yeah. of you know ways you can go about it but the inside that's where it's a lot tougher yeah so fair enough um so now uh i'm gonna have to stick with the guard position as well just because of the exact conversation we just had mm-hmm. so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with another o-line and uh i'm going with uh out of the university of louisiana robert hunt yeah he i i think he him and damian lewis were like in the middle of the two best like mid tier of guards uh when it comes to like a mid-tier but also mid-tier kind of does mean the best in this draft because it is already a little hard to pick from them so um yeah I, I think robert hunt's uh, a good a good safe pick for me oh for sure um he's one of the only guards that really went high in that draft um it's kind of hard because louisiana doesn't get a lot of of attention prospects yeah uh, and a lot of prospects too but you just don't get a lot of film on them um I think I saw him. I, th- I want to remember if he played in the Senior Bowl. Um, I think Oof, that's, that's where I've tough. seen him I most. Know. I could be wrong on that. I could be thinking of someone else, but I feel like that's the only time I've seen him play. Yeah. Um, didn't see a lot of film on him, but I, looking at his stats, because someone was uh, was doing a video on him, they were saying that his he only got better as the years went on. And his protection, like percentage, like not allowing a sack and all that, was one of the highest in, in the country. And you know that, that's that's all you want, right? Like no matter who you're facing, like as long as it consistently yeah. getting better every year, then then you're gonna be fine. He may not be a, a first day ready guy, but you'll mm. definitely have someone in the next two or three years that you're gonna be like, okay, we can count on him to protect yeah, the inside. He's a he's a I think he's a very safe option to mold because you know he uh just like I said like he already has a lot of potential in him and he's mm-hmm. and he's a safe prospect to pick. So yeah, I, I I agree. I agree with that completely. Uh damn it. It's starting to get rough, huh? It's starting, starting to get, to get a little, a little rough. Because there's yeah. some means that I'm like, okay, you'll definitely not you're definitely not gonna go that route. Yeah. But let me think. I got him. I might, I might go the defensive line again. Okay. And um, you know what? I think you're gonna pick him next, so that's why I'm gonna pick him. Okay. I I didn't know a lot about this guy before the draft. Okay. But watching his film, it was some of the most electric film that I've ever seen in my lifetime. I mean, he's just oh. he's in a different gear. When I really? watch him play, and coming from a college that's not known for for defense, coming from a conference that's known for defense in the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. you w- I, I I would usually pass on him, but watching him on film and knowing the type of player he is, you know, just gritty down down to like the last whistle, he will give you everything he's got, even though he's a big boy. Okay. So I need a run stuffer for my four mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And the Dallas Cowboys picked a really good one. Yes, they did. Way through the draft. Yes, they did. So out of Oklahoma, defensive tackle, Neville Gallimore. Uh, we we had a long conversation about Neville Gallimore. Uh, I think I think it was right after the draft, and how he was kind of the steal of the third round, and a lot of people didn't, you know, they couldn't believe he was still there, you know. So. Um, yeah, that's a good pick. I'm so, not gonna lie. Yes, he he was on my radar. He so was so light on his feet for yes. being such a, a heavy set guy, and yeah. he his handwork is is tremendous. You know his way to evade 
you know, offensive linemen and tacklers is great as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He can be just a, a firecracker for any defense. And what I have in store for the the next guy next to him, oh, it's it's going to be fun for you to run through my defense. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but in that case, then that means I have to beef up my line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm going to go with uh, – I think I think they were very very closely drafted if I remember correctly. I'm not I, I don't remember, but I guess that means I gotta get another tackle. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Next pick for uh, Mike Tomlin's team, Tristan Wirfs. Yeah, I Tristan Wirfs. Tristan Wirfs. He uh, him and uh, him and Jedrick Wills almost had the same scouting report because they're both very similar in how they play. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, you could be considered like you know maybe like the second like one of the top three offensive linemen coming to this draft because there wasn't really a lot in general. But, um, yeah, Tristan Wirfs, uh, come on down. He he was, to me, the second best offensive lineman on the, on the board. Uh, I, I thought yeah. it was Jedrick, Tristan, and then it was Andrew uh, mm-hmm. Thomas. But yeah. um, with that said – you're gonna you're gonna beef up that D line. No, no, no. Oh no. no okay. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Um, I think I, I think I can you know get away with one pick before I go back. Okay. Um, but since since you already finished up your your tight or uh, your uh, tackles, mm-hmm. so I'm good on that guy. I think the only thing I have to worry about. Do you still need a guard? Uh yeah, I need one more. So then I'm going to make sure that you don't get the one guy that I wanted. Oh, my. How rude of you. Right guard out of Auburn, Jack mm-hmm. Driscoll. Mm-hmm. Safe yeah. pick for me. Yeah. Um, out of a, a really kind of bland uh, guard draft class. But yeah. him and Shane Lemieux are, are experienced. They yeah. know what they're doing. You don't need a lot of tune-up with them. They're ready to go. And mm. they can plug into any offense. They'll be fine. They may not be the greatest, but I don't think you can say that about a lot of guards in this draft. Yeah, it's very true. I think that, you know, I think it was it was going to have to be one of those picks where you just uh, either go with him or you kind of go down to, like, that bottom tier from, like, third, fourth round. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, well, I've gone offensive line the past couple rounds, so now I have to go in the back to the defense. I have to put someone in that middle because I haven't yet. And I think you're going to like this pick because uh, he – I wouldn't say he slipped, but he definitely, in my opinion, deserves a little more attention. Uh, I'm going defensive tackle for the next pick on uh, Mike Tomlin's team, Javon Kinlaw. Yeah, okay. From South Carolina. That man is <laughs> – I think I could say it too, man. He's a freak of nature. If you see his highlights, he's so talented. He's so – explosive oh he's good he's really really he's good great on like film him. and where he's going to yeah going he's to San really Francisco. Good. like that is a scary thought for an already great front seven in san they, francisco san francisco basically said oh we lost to forrest buckner all right javon come on in you come know on in, man yeah we'll something some, something so simple something so fast so yeah um you know i i think that was a pretty obvious pick with my first defensive tackle I can't believe this guy's still on the board. Really? I can't believe he I, – I really can't believe it. So I think I okay. know where you're going with it. Okay. But, I mean, we – I love this guy. I, I think this man is one of the best athletes to come out of that draft. And okay. And he fell 
tremendously in this draft. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly gave him a, a chance to be drafted by the Cowboys at 17 mm-hmm. just because of his length, just because yeah. it's definitely a spot that they needed on the roster. Yeah. But Cleveland got a great player, yes, and now I'm going to have him because yes, my free safety, he's going to be all around the field along with Isaiah Simmons and Antoine Winfield Jr. Grant mm-hmm. Delpit yes, is sir. finally on a team of my choosing. Finally. So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I had a Grant Delpit too, but uh, it's because that offensive line part of the draft was so hard that I had to attack it first. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but well, uh, you, Grant you Delpit. Haven't, you haven't done much in the secondary, right? No, I have not. Ooh. But that's going to change. That's, that's a mistake. Gonna, that's going to change. All right. But um, yeah, no, um, Grant Delpit's a. Grant Delpit's a hell of a player. Jesus, man. He's you know, you so good. You can never go wrong with LSU, like, safeties or corners. Yeah. You can never yeah. go wrong with that. Yeah. But uh, in that case, I think I have to go with his counterpart, uh, the number two when it came to safety position in this draft. Yep. Uh, Xavier McKinney. Steel. Steel, you got to come on. Uh, I think you were the one that was – yeah, you were obviously the one that was telling me that Xavier McKinney fell way too low. He was a steal in this draft. Uh, the Giants just – it's a little scary to think about when we play them twice a year now. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I honestly thought that the Giants got the steal of the second round for sure, um, along with J.K. Dobbins. But oh, oh God, we both agreed on that though right, right. away. Uh, but Xavier McKinney is exactly what the Giants needed, and another type of of player from the draft coming from a great program in Alabama it reminded yep. me a lot of Minka Fitzpatrick. You know, mm-hmm. Minka's better, but Xavier, you know, shows a lot of promise in those same aspects. Yes. And when you match him up against, you know, some of the best wide receivers in the country, like Jamar Chase, a lot of those LSU players, um, yeah. and, you know, they have to play against the best competition around the country. It's guys like Trevon Diggs and and uh, Xavier McKinney that showed up. They did their yeah. part, and, and that's why Alabama is such a great force. But definitely, I think Xavier McKinney has a lot of upside. And he yeah. needs to work on a few things, but it's everything's there to start off with. The roots are all there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to get another steal. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I can't believe we, ju- we were just talking about him. So, you know, we were debating whether or not these two guys were better than each other. So, why okay. not get both? Right? Okay. Okay. Let's so, see them. How about with Jerry Judy, you just match him up with C.D. Lamb? Mm-hmm. Because what did one. I just say? If you compliment C.D. Lamb, then you're going to be fine. He, he can do one. a lot of great things. Misdirection, put him in the slot. Oh, he's, he's a great – he could be a number one. He might be mm-hmm. my Michael Gallup, if I'm being honest. Yep. But you pair him with Jerry Judy? Oh, oh, brother. Oh, mm-hmm. brother. Yes, sir. Jerry Kenny, get the fuck out of the way because you ain't going to stop him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, uh, I think for sure CD and uh, you know, CD, we, we already talked about him that he doesn't really need that much explanation, but he can kind of do it all. And I think he's going to excel kinda. big time in that slot, uh, position in Dallas over there. So it's a good pick. Uh, looks good. Looks Working good. His backyard looks pretty good. Now, uh, let's, let's be real here. Uh, I haven't picked the receiver yet. But that's mm-hmm. going to change because this was one of my favorite players coming into the draft. And uh, he – I wouldn't say he fell because, you know, the, there was obviously, you know, really good picks. 
in front of him. But uh, Justin Jefferson from LSU, mm. I I I fell in love with I fell in love with him. Honestly, I loved watching him like in those semifinals and the playoffs, and even like some of the big games uh, that he had. He he was him and Joe just had that connection. They were so good. He's physical, like he's tall. He he he's kind of a big boy if you look at him a little bit. Yeah, big boy with great he, vertical. Yeah, he big boy. Yeah. So uh, Justin Jefferson, my first receiver. Yes, interesting, sir. Interesting. I didn't mm. think you would go that way. No, you I haven't Justin picked Jefferson. any of the the wide receivers that I had on my board, even if they were like second. No. I might throw you off with that third one. Um, okay. Let me think. I think. Man, we we haven't talked about quarterback at all. I think we both know where we're going. I think I think well, it's because like there's literally what four options, and the fourth one isn't even an option really. If you think about it, <laughs> so that's true. Let's be real about it. Um, you're talking about Ben Denucci, right? Oh, dude, a hundred percent. Come Denucci. on, Denucci. Can you believe they actually signed him? I I didn't think they were gonna sign him. I mean, it doesn't make sense, but hey, they're keeping with the trend of paying everybody but Dak, so might yeah, well go with Denucci. Apparently, man. So, oh well. I mean, I mean, I got it right. I mean, my my secondary is just gonna look phenomenal at this point. Is it? Is when it? When you when you finish it off mm. with another Bama, oh, alumni. Really? Yep. Yep. You know, like got Jerry Judy, got Jedrick Wills. I love what Bama's doing. I love what the Cowboys are doing as well. Mm-hmm. They got a steal for him in the second round because they couldn't get Winfield. They couldn't get Delpit. They couldn't get anybody. But yes. this guy, Trevon Diggs, cornerback out of Alabama, finishes off my secondary. We we already we already talked to him. I mean, we, we talked to him. We already talked about him as well. And Trevon Diggs was a pretty big steal in that second round as well for Dallas. So I like the pick. But to be honest with you, I'm a little surprised at you. Uh, I didn't think you were going to look over this guy because we both talked very fondly about him. Uh, I'm going cornerback as well. AJ Terrell. Mm, you know what? I I, I would have considered him. Yeah. But there was more on the table that was better than AJ Terrell, in my opinion. I think he went a little bit too high in the draft. Well... You did tell me that. I do remember this. But you 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 do like him though. I do I like do remember him. yes, but like I said, no. You can't go Fair wrong enough. with uh with um like any one of those college playoff teams. Like you can't go wrong with defensive guys out of those programs. You really oh, can't. 100%. You really can't at all. There's length, all. there's versatility, there's like just playmaking ability and AJ Terrell's one of those guys. So he's yeah, a great for sure. piece for sure. For sure. Cuz sure. it's really it's really tough in corners too. Corners, it really know, is. Once we reached like the point to like when the Cowboys drafted Reggie Robinson, I was like, "What the? F-? I mean, yeah, I get mm-hmm. it, but at the same time, kind of like, oh man, there wasn't a lot on the table. Like there, there was a severe drop off after you know Trevon Diggs. Oh my god, dude, it got down to like where it was like the Utah secondary guys. I'm like, this, yeah. I hated like watching film on, on Utah secondary, like whether it was Justin Jefferson, any one of their cornerbacks. I was like, I don't see. Like a pro ready guy, I don't see a NFL cornerback or safety in any one of these guys. Yeah, and mm-hmm. when you see like the game against Oregon or any one of the games like later on in the in the past season, like they're getting blown out, they're getting rough shotted through everybody. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it was I was just like, look, there's one guy on that Utah team 
that I was like, okay, he's definitely like worth it. But the other guys, especially in that secondary, I was like, oh God, no. And and that's yeah. kind of how I felt with the cornerback position in this draft. Yeah, no, no, it, it's a, it's a fair point. I think we both agreed on that as well. Yeah. So, uh, I think I don't have a right tackle. You don't. And I I want to go a little different here. I want. Okay. I think I want to just spice it up a little bit more because I feel like we're just kind of. You know, going through, we're picking the right players, but why yeah. not take some chances, right? Okay. And I feel like the Jets took a chance on this guy. Okay. I see where they could take the chance, but I don't think it was the right call for them because they need guys now. This is a mm-hmm. guy that's going to take some time, mm-hmm. but I say fuck it because Bruce okay. Arians, he can make it work. I see an athlete, a freak of nature in this guy that if he okay. learns the position at right tackle, this man can be one of the best tackles in the NFL for sure. Because he's mm-hmm. so light on his feet. He plays like a basketball player at that point. But he manhandles people. When we talk about manhandling people. This this guy manhandles people. Like, he throws them on the ground and and, and makes them call their mama. Like, that, that's how I, bad it is. I think I know where you're going with this. Right tackle. Next one up on my board. From the University of Louisville. Yep. Makai Becton. Yes. We want to watch some some very intriguing film. It's not perfect film to where you're like, that's my guy. You watch him. You're like, there's something there. There Yeah, there really is. He's probably been only playing tackle for about three or four years now. And that's including high school. This guy is is just straight like dancing on the field. He knows how to like dance the salsa with his feet. He really does. He's super good. He's so strong. He's smart. He has his moments where it just lacks the inexperience or lacks of experience. But, man, if he works out, if he can learn it, this guy is a sight to see in the next few years. I think he was the one that they showed a highlight of him on ESPN, right, where he he literally, like, threw a guy off of him with just one hand, right? It was was, him, right? That was the first film I ever watched on him. Yeah, yeah. He is insane. Dane. <laughs> no, I agree. It's a it's a really good pick. I love um, him. I love him. All right, so I have to go back to uh, offense, and I'm picking my second receiver. Uh, in my opinion, uh, in in my opinion, I think he, I think he unfortunately got a lot of, like he got overshadowed because of the whole CD situation. And I feel bad for him because in reality, he's a very good wide receiver. Mm. Uh, so in, you in know my- what. Am I sensing Sun Devil vibes? No, but oh. but let's just say that uh, you might sense those vibes later in the draft. But anyway, Jalen Rager. Sexual. Yes. Ooh, okay. okay. Jalen Rager. So, I, I, like I said, I feel kind of bad because Jalen Rager got overshadowed with the whole CD deal. The Eagles wanted CD, but, you know, we got, we got him, and that's fine. But – uh. I think all that overshadow what he really is. He's a really good wide receiver. He comes out of a college that, you know, hasn't really been on top in a while. And I think that's another reason why he got overshadowed. But Jalen Rager, I really like him. I think he's going to do good in uh, in Philadelphia with Carson Wentz. The only thing I have with him is that I, I remember watching film on him and I, I feel like he has – he doesn't have a huge explosive step. Like – he, he he gets off the line fine, but that that ability to just break off of the coverage still needs a little work. But he kind of makes up for it by you know the little bit of the physicality that he has. Mm-hmm. So so um, I like him. He has potential, 
And I think he got overshadowed, but not by me. He's my second receiver. You can't help but to compare him to John Dotson. Uh, you can. Because he's can. coming out of TCU, and that was the yeah. last like big prospect for them. Yeah. Um, there was the, the concern, or there is the concern for his drops, which is, of course, the big thing in Philadelphia where everybody yeah. drops, and that's of why course. Carson Wentz can't succeed. I yeah. do like Rager a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think he's a first-round guy? No. And no, he, I didn't he, think so either. He's kind of second to mine when it comes to wide receivers because, like I was saying, Sun Devil vibes. I think Brandon Ayuk is a much better wide receiver than mm-hmm. Jalen. Um, I'm not saying that Rager is a bad pick. You know, it, it might complement your offense just because he's not the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's that's why I selected him. Yeah, second. I, I don't think he'll be the number one guy in Philadelphia, and I hope he's he not because that'll put him in a very tough spot. It's just. I feel like there's more on the table. Like there's more on the board than Jalen. Yeah. I mean, like his ability to to go up his uh, vertic- vertical, like verticality, whatever the the word may mm. be. Um, yeah, that's phenomenal. I mean, he can go up there and catch a ball. Oh yeah, and dude. Win he, 50, he'll 50 balls. He, he'll snag it from you easily. Yeah. If you look at the film, it, it's it's pretty remarkable. It's it really great. Is. Um. So is it worth a shot? Yes. Yeah. That, that's how I see it. I, I, I see it as a shot. I see it as a risk, like you were talking about earlier. So, yeah, yeah but I'll take it. Um, the, I mean, I should just finish off the wide receivers. Okay. And, and I, know, I, I, know, I know who you're going to pick. You know what? I'm going to throw you a curveball. Oh, really? Because the obvious pick, right? Because I have I, – I went with the same prototype, the same – You did. Like, same blueprint last time. You know, violent did. speed momentum. I'm missing mm-hmm. the speed, right? Yes, you are. We had the clip with Henry Ruggs the third, and he's still on the board. So yes, I would pick him, but okay. just to give it a little difference, just to add some flavor to mm-hmm. to the Bubble Up Sports podcast. I'm going deeper in the draft. I'm still oh. going speed, but I think a lot of these these teams overlook this guy, and I think a lot of people don't know who he is. How deeper? Because now you got me confused. Deep. Real deep. Oh, okay. I think like fourth or fifth round. Wow. Okay. Boise State All Bronco, right. so you know what you're getting out of him. Okay. So you know the Cowboys love Boise State guys. I love do, Boise yes. State guys. They're very efficient. You know yeah. they may not play against the best competition, but they make it work and they're very productive. Okay. I'm talking about a guy that's not as fast as Henry Ruggs, but huh. you know what? He's got a chip on his shoulder because he's not a, a high draft pick. But this Bronco, to me, stands out in film. Okay. So, for my last receiver that can play the slot, that can play just the, the go routes, I'm, ta- I'm taking Boise State Bronco John Hightower. Oh, I remember him. Look, That's right. And I, I remember I, you were honestly, raving about I him. Think, I think the Eagles got him, too. I think so as well, yes. And I thought, alongside Jalen, then you have John, then you have... Well, Marquise Goodwin literally just said, like, fuck it. I'm not playing the season. Yeah. Um, but then you have what? Um, I'm blanking on some other Eagles receivers. Alshon? Alshon Jeffrey, if he can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Zach Kurtz. I think John Hightower is a great complement to this offense. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to the Eagles. Dude, th- this man, you watch him on film. He's more of a body catcher, which a lot of people are not a big fan of if you're an analyst. But I'm like, who gives a fuck as long as you catch the ball? Yeah. And this man has speed. I mean, dear God. 
and he can play, you know, punt returns, kick returns, and he does some great things on special teams. But if you just add him as a slot or speed guy, oh, dear God. I mean, he may not be as good as Henry Ruggs, but to me, I think John Hightower is a guy that you got to look out uh, look out for in the season that may not put up 20 touchdowns, but in those explosive plays for Carson Wentz, dear God, this man's going to beat a lot of secondaries. Yeah, I, I remember – I remember you were raving about him the day after the draft. You were talking to me about him. Uh, and, yeah, he, he is going to be a bit of a problem in Philadelphia when we have to play him. But um, I agree. Okay. He, he's basically what Deshaun Jackson will, was in Philadelphia. Now it's just yeah. John Hightower. But he's, he yeah. has very similar things to Deshaun Jackson of how he's yeah. going to play in that system. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And Deshaun Jackson well, had a great career. So. Well, since you finished picking your wide receivers, I don't have to worry about – that anymore so now i'm going to go back to the defense side of the ball and i'm going to put another big man up front uh this guy was regarded as the best defensive tackle in the draft uh right next to javon kinlaw but uh i know where you're going with this okay yes sir and i think he's a big beefy boy and i think he's gonna cause some pretty big mayhem in the nfl beefy he is beefy and you know what um derrick brown yeah, Derek Brown uh, is our next pick in the Mike Tomlin team. This guy is an absolute stud. Everybody should be scared of him. He is going to be a problem this year. He is phenomenal. Man, he went to Carolina, I think, right? Yes, he did. That, yes, that's he did. what they needed. Um, yeah. I really thought they had a, a, a good shot at getting Isaiah Simmons. And a yeah. lot of Panthers fans really wanted him. But Derek Brown is what they need on that defense. They need a presence inside. They need some type of run stuffer or, you know, kind of like a disruptor mm-hmm. on that defense. And that's what Derek Brown is. We talk about SEC and offensive line, defensive line. You know, these are yeah. guys are going against the best in the country, going to the beefiest of boys. And yeah. that's one of them. So yeah. when you talk about Alabama or Georgia that have to go against these guys, you know, once a season, twice a season, whatever the case may be, it's a guy like Derek Brown that you have to watch out for for sure. Oh yeah, dude. Light on his feet, but he's strong, man. He's strong. Mom, he really is. Mama, look at how strong that man is. He he a strong boy. He a real strong boy. As long as you don't pick Ross Blacklock from TCU, I'm gonna be fine uh. because <laughs> I did not like that guy at all. With that yeah. said, I'm going to pick Ross back. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? The rest of my picks, I'm, I'm fine with. Okay. So, just to fuck you up. Oh, God. Wow. That was very aggressive. You know, we, we got to take it easy on that cigar, boy. <sighs> Quarterback. Quarterback. Joe. Joe Burrow. One of tags. Go Tigers. <laughs> Do we have to say anything about Joe Burrow? I mean, really? I mean. He's just a, a walking fucking. He's, he's swagger. He's, he is. He really you know, is. He, you know what he is? If you look up. If you look up calm in the dictionary. <laughs> this should be a picture of Joe Burrow smoking that cigar. I think. Exactly. You watched the national championship game after. You know, being pressured, having 11 guys on the line for Clemson and rushing him most of the time for him to come back and to say, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I'm going to stay calm. And then to just easily win the national championship. Just like that. 
you know, lead lead an LSU team to a perfect season, probably one of the best college football teams we've ever seen, and it's because of him. Oh dear God! Like there, there is no other quarterback on this list that even comes close to Joe Burrow. You can say Agreed. all you want about Tua Tagovailoa. The man's got a fucking like worried hip. Like I can't trust that hip. You got Justin Herbert, who's okay. You got mm. Jordan Love, who's like, eh, who? Like we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then like Ben DiNucci, like you're you're gonna compare them to to Joe Burrow? Yeah. So um. I mean, you know, it, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you, Kevin. Fuck you. It is, what, it is what it is. I'll take it. I love you too. Um, <laughs> but listen, um, I think I'm going to mess you up with this one a little bit. Not as much as this one, obviously, because Joe Burrow was probably, arguably going to be the best. It is going to shock me if you mess up anything this this the rest of this draft. I have really? players that you've probably never heard of. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Just because I'm like, but- yeah, fuck it. I think this one's going to mess you up because after this guy, um, there's another player. That's, he's, he's good. He is good. But I got to go with Joe's buddy over there in LSU. Tight end, Thaddeus Moss. God damn. Wait, no. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss. I honestly cannot believe that he was still there. I thought you were going to take him way before because you have expressed your love for him to me recently but uh he was still there and i had no choice because after him good luck buddy good luck yeah yeah good luck yeah (laughs) oh i wanted the duo i wanted the duo you did want the duo and when you and when you said joe burrow i was like okay i gotta do it either now or i'm not gonna get him so okay now i gotta look up tight ends because i don't i I didn't care about the other ones after uh, a brief intermission um yes for more research because Kevin and myself fucked each other up. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We really did. Um, let me think. Should I do it? Should uh, I do hey, it? hey, man, should you? That's up to you. There's the there's the, the simple pick, but I think to get his name out there, even though I'm kind of skeptical about this guy. Okay. Fuck it. We're going to do it. Uh, I'm okay. straight nothing but underdogs for the rest of this time. Oh. <laughs> All right. All underdogs. Okay. Kind of a little biased here, too. Okay. I don't know if he'll make the team. Yeah. But watching his film, he's got the fundamentals down. His only weakness is his size. Okay. I got size. I got speed. Okay. I got versatility all across that defense. So maybe he can work in my defense. Bruce Harris will do his best, and I will do my best. Mm. So with the next pick in the draft – I select defensive end out of Wisconsin, I think. Okay. Bradley and I. Oh, yeah. my boy. Yeah. I'm, very, I'm very high on him. I like him a lot. Not a lot of people know him just oh. because he, he's he's not, you know, flying off in the film. He, he came from Utah. My apologies. My apologies. Um, just, just something about him on film makes you want to love him because mm-hmm. he wants to play that edge rusher defensive end position yeah. as as better than anyone could. And watching his film against Austin Jackson out of USC, you know, having that matchup at, against one of the best offensive linemen in the country in this last draft, Bradley and I 
did great things. He showed a lot of potential. Yeah. The only thing is, is that he, he's a smaller guy for that position. He is strong, but he has a, a smaller build than most of the other edge rushers compared to, like, let's say, Chase on or yeah. to uh, Chase Young. Like, he, he may not be that level, but, man, he, he to me on defense and what I'm going to do with a lot of my other linebackers is I want a guy that goes until – the the whistle's blown. I want a guy that that yeah. goes around the field, that goes for that tackle, and is not just kind of you know walking and going with the motions. Like I want a guy that is physical from from the beginning of the play to the end of the play, and that's what Bradley is to me. I I don't I don't think you can pick, you know. The saying having a chip on someone's shoulder is always very true when it comes to a lot of players, but I think this guy has a pretty big chip on his shoulder just because like. Everybody's just nonstop talking about him that he's so small that, you know, can he really do it? He's strong, but he's small. And hey, man, when you have that motivation behind you, you could do big things. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I like to pick. I like to pick a lot. Um, so actually, I just realized that me and you have been lacking on the whole linebacker situation. Yes. We both picked one linebacker, and we completely went away from it. So that's going to change. And I think you're going to be a little upset when I pick this guy because he – the first half of last season, he was he was okay. He was decent. But towards the end stretch and the playoffs, ooh, he really showed he was made of. Uh, coming out of LSU, Patrick Queen. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he, dude, so good. He's so good. And, and you know, I, I remember reading, reading an article when I was making this lineup that, uh, you know, like I said, that in the towards the beginning, he kind of didn't really show a lot. He was a very good player, like decent. But that was it. You know, there wasn't anything else about him. But, oh, man, did he turn it into another gear towards the end of the season and the playoffs, man. He was making plays left and right. He's physical. He, oh, I, I, I'm just happy that he was still on the board, <laughs> to be honest. I had him as like my backup pick. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm going a little bit different in the linebacker position. But yeah. next to Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Yeah. He was the next guy up that a lot of prospects or a lot of um, analysts had him on the prospect list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it was a drop off, but to me, like, I, once again, I'm kind of skeptical about like Big 12 defensive guys, especially at I, linebacker. I, I can agree with like, you, really. Neville Gall, I had a lot more confidence in Neville Gallimore than I did in uh, in Kenneth Murray. And that, that's just yeah. on me. But um, yeah. Patrick Queen is a part of, of a great defense that was last year at LSU that yeah. is filled with first round talent. And, yeah. and him alongside Isaiah Simmons was just incredible to watch that they were together playing yeah uh, but patrick queen man he's a very good player he can also be a defensive leader um brings yeah. a lot of versatility to that position so yeah, yeah great pick yeah um let's give let's let's give a little love to the linebacker position some more and i'm gonna go a little different here okay um i i have been a huge guy or a huge fan of this guy since he got drafted and i mm -hmm. did film on him the Arizona Cardinals had a tremendous draft class. Yeah, you you were really high on their draft high class. High on their draft class, and it's mm -hmm. because of this guy. It, it really yeah. is. I know, like Isaiah Simmons is up there. Eno Benjamin as a, mm -hmm. a running back is also yes. great. Now they got in the seventh round. What a fucking steal! But this guy, I talked about it just right now. Like the, a guy that is a chip on his shoulder that will play his heart out. He may not have the size, 
but he brings grit. He brings a, a tenacity to that position. Mm-hmm. And even though he may be small for, for the position, I think his speed and his his IQ, everything above the neck, is there for that position. And I can make it work. I can trust this guy with everything that I have in the playbook because okay. he will go at it 110%. And I want you – anybody that's listening to this, anybody that's watching this, make sure you, you, you remember this name. Evan Weaver, linebacker. Oh, you know what? I I do not have anything to say about him because I just don't know. Plays at a, at a Cal. If you mm. watch this film, man, dear God, he plays at just a, a whole different speed than everybody else does. His awareness on the field, he could be a little bit better at recognizing the second wave of a run and getting past those linemen. But mm. his coverage, his blitzing ability – is great for a guy out of like that part of the draft, like late fifth, sixth, or seventh. Okay. He's small, but damn, man, he has a lot of upside, and I think the Arizona Cardinals got a steal in him alongside Isaiah Simmons. They're building something great in that defense. But Evan Weaver, man, make sure you remember that name. And I, I mean, I would love him to have. Or I would love to have him on a team just to have that kind of presence, that grit that not a lot of these other guys have coming out of the draft. Okay. Okay, fair enough. We'll it's we'll keep it in mind the then. Film. Like, yeah, like there wasn't a, a lot of guys past like the first or second round. Now you watch film and you're like, wow, that actually like really stood out. Mm. But Evan Weaver, that was like fun to watch. Okay, all right. So uh, the so I'm gonna I'm gonna round out my uh, my D line. So I got my two different tackles. I got Chase Young. I'm gonna put another stud on the other side of that D line as my last defensive end. And this is a guy that uh, when he got drafted, the reaction from all the annals like Kuiper, you know, Todd McShay and all that, they were surprised that the, he went kind of that low. But uh, – and, and I think you know the name, is AJ it, Espensa. Nah, I was about to say. I was like, Big yeah. Ten vibes? Yes, Big Ten vibes, dude. AJ Espensa, he's a, he, he's a big boy, and he is one strong man. Mm-hmm. Watching those highlights, oof. Oh, listen, uh, he, you know, he, he didn't completely pop off against, I, I think it was against Ohio, Ohio state, if I remember correctly, that, but, like um, Penn state. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember which, I don't remember which game it was, but he never popped off, but he was always consistent. His stats didn't reflect because, you know, he wasn't getting four or five sacks a game, but you could just see in the film that every single time he, you know, every single snap, he was up in that quarterback's face, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I, I like that. I love it. So AJ Spencer, uh, when I asked you if welcome. I should do it with brand uh, Bradley and they or an I, it yeah. was him or AJ. Yeah. Cause yeah. AJ, I, I, sh- I could imagine. He reminds me a lot of you toward gross Matos, like guys yeah. that won't pop off the board, but you're getting a good edge you're, rusher. You're getting a good player. Yeah, and like pl- I said, complete guy. Yeah, he's not going to light up the stat board, but you know, it's one of the, he's one of those players that you know for an absolute fact that you have a stud in him, and also that you know he's always going to be in the quarterback space and he's going to cause pressure, and that, and that's that, that's all you need to do as a defensive end, really. You know, people like Von Miller and you know like Khalil Mack, like they get the stats, but there's a lot of other like defensive ends in the NFL that they don't light up the stat board, but they they're damn good at what they do. It's their presence that's the most important yeah, thing. It's, it's their presence. For sure. So yeah, so. All right, sir. Uh, we're, we're, we're rounding it out. Here we are. We're, 
we're down to what our last three picks i think one two three four five. i have four. five more four more after this one because okay. with the Same. fourth to last one if that's what i if my math is correct mm-hmm. um i i still don't have a center and oh oh that's right I remember I, I I took a center very very early for this exact reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, you, I think you know where I'm going with this. Do I? Um, as you can tell, I'm a little biased with the Cowboys, and uh, I gone oh, with Trevon Diggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone with CD. Uh, with CD, I've gone with an I, ne- mm-hmm. Neville Gallimore. Okay, maybe I am a little bit too biased. Oh. Anyways. I have- I have no Cowboys. Call yourself a fan. <laughs> At center, it's supposedly Travis Frederick 2.0 out yeah. of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Tyler Biadesh. Did you see uh, his name? I, I, who was that? I, I think like they interviewed him and they asked him that question. He was all like, don't, don't call me that. Don't call me that. Like, I don't want to call him that because don't call me those that. are high expectations. And he's yeah. probably not even going to be the starter. Um, yeah. I, I think that uh, Joe Looney. Joe Looney is going to be the starter this upcoming season. I would like to see him grow for a year or two and then take over that position once Joe Looney Joe Looney's like kind of up for retirement or looking for another team. Yeah. Um, B Dash is coming from the same program, and he kind he kind of reminds you of Travis Frederick, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the way that he plays. He anchors very well. You know, he, you, you you can't help but not compare a little bit. You a know? little bit, yeah. I'm not going to say that yeah. he's going to be the exact same thing because that's unfair, but. I mean, I think that was a really good pick in like the fifth round for the Cowboys. Uh, a really solid center that that if anyone would have gotten him in the fifth round, I'd been like, that's that's pretty solid. You look yeah. at his film; it's it's consistent. It makes sense. There's nothing sexy about this pick. It just it's a nice center and a nice yeah. way to finish off my offensive line. Okay, all right, I like it. I like it. So uh, I'm gonna. Fi- I no problem. So I'm going to finish off my secondary, and this is the one that I had to do a little bit of research on. But, however, when I saw his name and I saw his picture, I remembered who he was because when he got selected, uh, the analysts are very high on him because he technically was the best defensive player in Division II football last year. Mm. Do you remember the name Kyle Rugger? Well, Patriots guy, so I love him. Patriots got him. Kyle Rugger uh, out of – man, I can't even – pronounces uh his college to well, be, honest be honest with you you know when you're trying to find film on a division two football program it's kind of hard hard kind of hard yeah i mean kyle duggar i'm sorry not rugger yeah. kyle duggar uh yeah out of lenoir rhine university but uh he's uh they, they were they were pretty high on him so uh i'll take that risk on him just because i have no choice i mean uh no i'll take that risk on him <laughs> yeah uh, yeah. yeah that's kind of funny kevin that uh that you talk about um, a Patriots pick, even though we don't really know the name, we don't really know what he brings to the table. And it's kind of hard to judge. But yeah, you just have right? a trust in Bill Belichick. And uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't. I wonder why we have that trust, but you know, it's whatever. So kind of like, <laughs> like they know something that we don't know, right? It's kind of it's kind of a trend, isn't it? Yeah. So like, yeah. you pick Thaddeus Moss. I'm kind of left without a tight end, and then you look at the board. You're like, well, maybe I should just go with just. The, just the uh, obvious, right? You go with the team that picked the position, and you may not know the name, but you say you they probably know something that you don't. So maybe there is something to that player. 
that Maybe there is. there's a lot of upside to. I'm not going to deny or accept those allegations, but uh, you never know. You never know. You never know, right? So, you never know. <laughs> with the next pick, you get my tight end. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go. I'm not gonna go cold commit. Oh. I'm not gonna go that route. Why would I do oh, that? This is one episode. If I go with the obvious. Okay. I go Let's with what makes sense. Uh-huh. What makes sense is the first tight end that the Patriots have picked in this year's draft, which is going to be my only tight end in this draft. Okay. Out of UCLA, Devin Asiasi. Love the name. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have a response to you. I don't know anything about him. But Patriots do, apparently. So, uh, it's the Patriots way. Sure. I'm going to go the Patriots way. Why not? Uh, okay. Good pick. Fair enough. To round out my uh, defense. You know, it's kind of obvious. Uh, Kenneth Murray. I mean, you know, he, uh, he, he was, he was top five linebackers. I, you know, we, we both agree and I'm a Texas fan. So, you know, I, I've seen it. Uh, big 12 defense are big 12 defenses are nothing to brag about at all. They really aren't, but you know, Kenneth Murray in general shows a lot of promise. Uh, he's, 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 uh, a side to side, side to side, uh, line, uh, linebacker. And, uh, I'm gonna take this risk on him. But yeah. In that case, then we can mention the names that we're going to leave off the list because I have one more linebacker, and that's going to be my next pick. But okay. guess what? What? It's not going to be Zach Bond out of Wisconsin, who oh. to me was one of the most underrated linebackers in the draft. And he went okay. super fucking low in that okay. draft. And he went to the Saints, which, which is a fucking great pick for them. Okay. You also have Notre Dame's Julian Aquara, who okay. is a tremendous athlete. Mm-hmm. But like I said, with Evan Weaver, I go with the underdog. I go with someone that's going to give me 110%. And he may not be the perfect prospect, but God damn it, who's perfect? <laughs> so with the last linebacker and the second to last defensive player that I have on my okay. roster. All right. Out of Colorado, I'm okay. picking Davion Taylor. You know what? I think you. I think you recent. I think you, not recently, but I think you did talk to me about him. That you did like him. I love him. He's a yeah. hard hitter. Oh, he's a hard hitter. He a big boy. He, I, I think his best attribute, and I've talked about this probably in a analyst uh, or analysis uh, episode, was his his ability to to get the tackle or to like his ability to tackle is the most important thing. Like yeah. he's very smart with it, he's very accurate with it, and he doesn't miss most times. And when yeah. he gets on you, oh my god, there's no getting off, or you're gonna get hit. Yeah, he he has great speed, great agility, great awareness, great IQ. Man, like he's not gonna jump off, but damn, man, like I love the pick. He's much like an Evan Weaver, just from a different program. I I love Davion Taylor. Uh, and that's okay. another name that you should really watch out for. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I am now going to, with these last couple picks for both of us, I'm going to finish off my offensive line. I'm going to go with uh, Justin Jefferson's teammates from LSU, guard Damian Lewis. Damian he is Lewis. now he is now protecting uh, one of our favorite quarterbacks in the league, Russell Wilson. Mm. So, uh, hey, listen, Seahawks. Seahawks must see something in him. 
for them to pick to pick their uh, I mean to protect their uh, all-time franchise quarterback. Well, to be fair, they did take about five years before they realized, hey, maybe we should protect Russell Wilson and get Laramie Tunsil. Better late than never, Lutz. That's what I'm gonna uh... say. Because you know what? At least at least Russell looks like he can still run and function pretty well. Unlike uh, Rip Our Fallen Soldier, Andrew Luck. Uh, so you know, yeah. <laughs> who's your Who's your second to last pick? Because we we should be running this real quick. I'm gonna finish off with my running back. So once again, you finish two picks before me. Huh? Okay. Uh, Just like last time, I still have two picks left. Well, I mean, I well, I still have my defense tackle. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So I was gonna finish off with the running back, but I'm gonna okay. I'm, I'm gonna finish the defense. Okay. Remember what I talked about last time? That there's just something about Samoans on my defensive line. Oh no. <laughs> that just gets me every time. I, I feel really? I feel warm. I feel I feel safe with someone from from the Samoan heritage. Okay. That there's just for some reason so damn good at st- stopping the run. Shout out to Samoans apparently from Bubble Us. Shout out to Samoa. Yeah. Yeah. Like Vita Vea, like I, I just love him. And like somehow, yes, even The Rock, Dwayne, as I like to call him. Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne. yes. Utah just always seems to have him. Utah always seems to, to really recruit a lot of those guys from that area. Okay. And this is another one. One of the only guys on that defense, along with Anai, that I felt was worth it. And he's going to be alongside Neville Gallimore, defensive mm-hmm. tackle out of Utah, Lakai Fotu. Yeah. Welcome to the team. You went <laughs> super late in the draft. I think you should have been higher, but you are you you you, you something. You something. You some. He's some. Okay. Some. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I would say that my last two picks are more entertaining than yours because you got yours out of the way. Oh, I still got a running back. Well, I mean, we all know who you're going to pick. Let's be real. So, <laughs> but anyway, so I talked about how Jalen Rager was a little bit of a risk, but I like him. I think he got overshadowed. So I'm going to counterbalance that risk and put a little something more secure there. Uh, we both liked him. We both thought he went a little too late. T. Higgins. Yeah, yeah. T. Higgins. I like T. Uh, Higgins a lot. T. Higgins, I think, is a very for sure option. I think the Bengals got a good deal with T. Higgins. Thank God, because Joe Burrow needs all the help he can get, my lord. Uh, but yeah, I think T. Higgins is going to be my my third receiver. But I might put him as number two and maybe leave Jalen on the slot or switch him out every now and then. You but, got Justin, you got Rager, and you got uh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yeah. Man, you got length. That's what you got. You got length. I do got, got length. Length. I do got length. So uh, let's let, hopefully hopefully my QB likes to throw bombs. Oh, that's that's what you have left. The nice little foreshadowing. the nice little the nice little foreshadowing. Well, then I'll just make this easy for you. Okay. My running back is a miniature Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. He's had some wrist problems, but that won't stop him because Ezekiel really Elliott had very similar problems in college. Mm-hmm. He's fast, he's strong, he can catch out of the backfield, he's a great blocker. 
Urban Meyer did a phenomenal job of getting this guy. Yeah. They know what they're doing over in Columbus. They, they really do. They really do. A really quick shout-out to Eno Benjamin because you were the next one up. I really thought that Eno Benjamin was one of my favorite running backs coming out of that draft. He, he's just phenomenal coming out of Arizona State, and I think he's going to do really good things in Arizona. But I can't go wrong with Buckeye. You can't. Ohio State University's own J.K. Dobbins, the steal of the second round from this previous draft, and he is now my running back. All I'm going to say about J.K. Dobbins, because we're, we're, we're kind of extending it a little too much, but uh, uh, Los Angeles Rams, really? Really? Cam Akers is good. Really? He's a great blocker. But, but really? But really? Just not a huge fan of of the pick when there was so much more to choose from that would fit more to their style of play. Yeah. And J.K. Yeah. Dobbins would have fit that. Yeah. And props to fucking Baltimore mm-hmm. for not only reassuring Lamar Jackson of his weapons, but also give Mark Ingram a nice little breather yeah. with another guy that's very similar to what he does. Strength, like strong, but fast. Yep. I Like he could have a very Mark Ingram type of career with yeah, J.K. He, Dobbins. Yeah, he really can. And he's going to the best running game team in the NFL after – really just exploding in college with his running game in Ohio State. So, like I said, Los Angeles, really? Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Also, to a, also, to a certain extent, Kansas City, really? Mm-mm. Really? Really? I, I, I want to see what L.A.R. does. Because I, I, I want to see as well. I, I like Damian Williams, but I, I like he's just not as talented as these guys coming in. And L.A.R. was really fun to watch in college. He was, and that's why I'm saying that, you know, like, it's a little bit less than Cam Akers, but yes. still, really? Come um, on. I would come say on. J.K. Come on. Well, they, they had the option of DeAndre Swift, too, so that's that's another, like, come on, man. Like, Yeah, come yeah. on. But, oh, well. And, uh, all right, to, to round out the rookie draft class for both picks. Um, ben DiNucci, Ben DiNucci, Ben DiNucci, Ben DiNucci, Ben DiNucci. Quarterback, Ben. Yeah, right, psych. Yeah. I, uh... I mean, look, there's really no contention. Like I said, the fourth best quarterback in the draft. Um, fourth eh, best. Eh. We've only picked one quarterback. Eh, <laughs> He's the fourth eh. best. I'm going to take Whatever. Him. Whatever. Uh, we both agree that Justin Herbert is a very 50-50 pick. He's good. He's average. He's, he's good. Average. Yeah, he's good. But, I mean, we'll see. Uh, we both agree on his health problems, but. You can't deny the talent. Tua Tagovailoa, uh, welcome to the team. I hope you like your receivers because I do. Well, I you do. have a lot of health insurance, sir. I, I, I think my uh, I think my line could protect Tua yeah, Mike very well. He got, got the plug. He's got the plug. He does. Hey, it, uh, if, Mike, if, if Mike Tomlin has kept Big Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, that's different, though. Somewhat, that's different. Somewhat, that's way different. Somewhat healthy. Out of, somehow – healthy for this long maybe he can work some magic with Tua. oh dude no big ben you don't think so i mean different well yes i know that but i mean that's his that's his spiel that he (laughs) he is he is built to last because of his like big frame his his big arm like he can take a hit how none of those things are to a tagovailoa 
but it's Mike Tomlin, and I love Mike Tomlin, so it's all yeah, right. Yeah, but <laughs> Tua? Like, Who do you want me to pick, Luz? You want me to pick Justin Herbert? Really? No, you can go Jordan Love. Okay. Come on, man. Bubba, Bubba Bunch, this was episode 150. Nah, nah, that's not your, that's not your outro. That's not your outro. <laughs> that's not my outro. Hey, that was pretty good, though. Like, well, once again, we're going to put up the list at the at the very end of the episode. And yeah. uh, if you're listening to this, check the, the Twitter account. I'll put pictures up of, yeah. of both of our rosters. And you decide which one is better if we went head-to-head. Or just in general, which one is better and which one you like more. Uh, put it in the comments down below. Make sure to like this video on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications. We're on 83 subscribers, growing on 100. We're Almost inching there, closer baby. and closer to that as we get more NBA coverage, as we get more UFC coverage, more live streams coming uh on the way but uh for now this has been episode 150 thank you kevin for joining us on that new thank webcam you, yes thank you very Soon much to be podcaster probably the next yes. month which is very nice yes. to see um mm-hmm. but you will be back sooner rather than later um, yes. with another you know episode on the nfl let's see how many COVID cases happen and uh who opts yeah. out of the contract so uh until then We'll see you next time on another episode of the Bubble Blood Sports Podcast. Uh, the, the, uh, Bubba Bunch, I love you. Uh, I want to kiss you. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Bubble Blood Sports Podcast. Yeah, hold on. Tell me who's your top five quarterbacks right now, dead or alive, huh? And how much do you care about a ring if the best player got carried by the team? Mm. Now, would you lose if it been a better draft pick? And do you cuss when your team get their ass kicked? Now, do you keep it classy or you keep it ratchet? For the man with the magic. Now, who is he? It's the boy, Bubba Lutz, coming through hella clutch. Flawless, can't be touched. It's the boy, Bubba Lutz. Yeah, I need that hot take. I need the truth and everything that is not fake. So tell me who's the GOAT, I'll tell you who's not great.